0: The Habano wrapper. You see it a lot. You, you, you might be used to it, how people describe a cigar, but what a Habano wrapper really offers is some wonderful sweet, a little bit of spicy, a little bit of chocolate undertone going on there. It is uh, Oliva, or is it Oliva? They, well-known as a family for growing uh, these wrappers, and this is what is surrounding from West Tampa Tobacco Company, their Toro, their white Toro, 6x52. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy. it is the white Toro. There's a white and there is a black. So we've got all our bases covered. From West Tampa Tobacco, what, what are they, WestTampaTobacco.com? Is that it? Yeah, WestTampaTobacco.com. It's a 6x52, Fingers Molloy, meaning six inches long. Are you all right? T, fingers. T, okay. We'll continue. And fifty-two. So that is the ring gauge, the diameter of the cigar, or how thick it is around. T. Nope. What's wrong with
1: you? I, I, I'm a little under the weather. Uh, it's not COVID, so uh, no one panic. It's not COVID, but I, I this I do enjoy this because uh, I feel like I've got a little FM voice going right now. Do okay. you? A little later, we'll have the romance request. But now it's time for Hathaway with What is Love on Eat, Drink, Smoke.
0: That's really good. Thank you. That's really good. Yeah. You better hope this voice lasts. <laughs> it's, like, it's like doing the show with a stranger. <laughs> so we picked up this cigar at the Premium Cigar Association show in Las Vegas, and uh Gotta tell you, I've heard nothing but good buzz about West Tampa and what they're doing. What what uh, Ricky Rodriguez is doing over there. This wrapper is so oily. It's yeah. this. It's this medium brown, but it's actually glistening. If you take a look at it in the light, it's actually glistening. Its oils aren't coming off it. Right? They're not in my hand, but my gosh, that is that is oil slick, slick.
1: Yeah, you know when you look at it, I I don't know why. I just assume, uh, just in my you know experience, when you get a lighter wrapper, it doesn't feel like you get this oil. Uh, You know, usually when we're doing a a darker wrapper, you'll 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 see them be a little bit more oily. And I base that just on experience and not that that's actually a general rule of thumb. Uh, It's just my personal experience. But uh, yeah, there is that 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 oil. And then uh, man, Tony, this feels really good in the hand. Doesn't it? I mean, it feels perfect. Yes,
0: actually, uh, there's a little bit of heft going on with the cigar. I like a lot. It's so interesting. Uh, West Tampa refers to this as a Habano Light Pink. I will admit, I have never heard anybody describe their wrapper in such a way uh, before. Uh, that that um, binder and, and and that filler coming from Jalapa and other areas. It's made out of out of uh, Esteli in, in Nicaragua, and that first hit was. A, a, a spice mixed with a sweet. It just and, and it hits kind of boldly. By the way, it's a full tongue coating. Hey, I'm here and I'd like to show you something.
1: Yeah, uh, that uh, to me, there's a little bit of black pepper going on, uh, almost like a toast and a creaminess, and you know, obviously there's there's some coffee there too, uh, but I'm I'm trying to figure out if if that's really what it is or it's the fact that i'm all screwed up because i have a a a cold you first of
0: all you could absolutely be screwed up i'm not saying no to that but the fact that that pepper is hitting you right away i think that i think that's dead on but i i don't know if you're able to with with a cold pick up some of the levels of sweetness that are there it's actually a lovely bit of balance on, on on this cigar um there's a, there's a moment of, you know, this should have coffee, with it. This this would work really well because it's that kind of a flow through it. Yeah. What I can't get over is, and you brought up the heft, man, that feels good. That feels it could somewhat be used like a billy club. <laughs> you know, it's 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 not a wiffle ball. We we utilize the term wiffle ball bat when something's really just too light. It's just not enough oomph in it. No, this is a little bit on the heavier side. Fits well in the hand of that 52, which is near the top of where I like to be uh, in, in ring gauges. And We just started this, so we're into the first third. That burn is pretty solid, man, yeah. I will admit. And that wrapper is a little thick. Look at that.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. And uh, the like you said, the burn is even. Lots of nice pleasant smoke coming off of this cigar. I felt like when we were at the PCA, uh, there was uh, a lot of positive buzz about the uh, West Tampa Tobacco Company. People were talking about it, saying they were doing good things. Uh, so I, I'm glad that we're doing this. Uh, I just really wish, and it has to happen soon. Like you said, I need a coffee with this. I really let's think get that, you one right now. That would be fantastic.
0: We don't have to wait. Fun. We'll get a coffee. Michael, right here, will take care of it. Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana. where We record. We need a coffee. For the man right there. I'm going to make that happen. French press, baby. That's how we treat you. You're a prince. I am a, a prince. Now, this as a morning cigar would be confusing. But first, I got to remind you: get out your notebooks. What did you eat today? What did you drink today? What's the weather? We've got some fall weather in Indianapolis. We had some beautiful seventy degrees near eighty degree days. It's been gorgeous. We're back down into the fifties, sixties right now, but the sun is shining after a little bit of rain, and it's 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 beautiful out. It's that fall crisp, and this is a nice compliment uh, to that weather. But that weather is absolutely going to going to affect your metabolism and therefore affect how you're enjoying the cigar. Then take the cigar, eyeball it, and break it up into the first third, the second third, the final third, and write your tasting notes in your notebook. Then, two months from now, or six months from now, you have the cigar again, you write your notes, and you compare notes. The through lines, that's what you picked up. That's the flavors you picked up from this cigar, and then you mix that with the idea of, okay, this is this Habano wrapper right here, uh, this uh, Habano Ecuadorian wrapper, and you're like, okay, maybe that's the flavor I get out of this type of cigar.
1: Yeah, you know, when you do research on the stick, one of the things that people like to say is it's a medium to full cigar. Uh, So going back to what you were bringing up about, uh, is it a morning cigar cigar? You know, it all depends on the type of person you are. I mean, we just said that we feel like that this this cigar screams for a cup of coffee, which, you know, in the morning, you know, coffee, cigar, that's great. But, uh, you know, I know a lot of people shy away from a morning cigar that is medium full. They, a lot of people like to start more on, on like a Connecticut wrapper. Uh, lighter styled uh, yeah, cigar. Yeah, mild cigar. So it is, it's kind of... Uh, I, I don't know what to make of it for mornings.
0: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not so sure either. I'm not 100% sure. This is definitely a, a solid medium cigar, West, tobacco, West Tampa Tobacco Company. This is the white label. Um, but the spice is nice and the sweet is nice. It's working very, very well, so there's a part of me that could see it. The question, Fingers Molloy, is this in your humidor at 9 to $10 a stick? Oh, stop it. Yeah, uh-
1: Listen, I, it's it may be a little early to, to say whether it should be in your humidor or not, but so far, from what I'm experiencing, it's it's a yes.
0: From what I'm experiencing, too, absolutely. The smoke is solid. The, the draw is easy as can be. The construction feels very good. That oiliness is nuts. And by the way, it is a Habano wrapper. It's Ecuadorian Habano in, in the binder. I should be clear about that. WestTampaTobacco.com their white label we're doing the Toro here the uh, what is it 6x52 and so far I like Fingers Maloy I like a lot but Halloween is around the corner so we've got officially the best candy and the candy that's the hottest for the kids keep it here Halloween my dear people and that means Halloween candy and that means Fingers Malloy and I Tony Katz have to go through all of the candy we have to taste it. We have to make sure it's right for the children. Keeps them safe, keeps them happy, and most importantly, is something we want to steal from our kids from time to time. Uh, we we went with some fan favorites, just in terms of what is naturally proper Halloween candy. Fingers, I I am a, a man of the belief. Fingers below, that people don't properly know how to do Halloween candy. And I say this because you have come up with a list of uh, state by state what is the the Halloween candy of choice. And I'm looking at this list, and I realize that in Oklahoma, where we are on KRMG in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, the fine KRMG, proud to be part of KRMG, uh, their favorite candy is Skittles, and now I can never go to Oklahoma.
1: That's because... uh, You know, Skittles, as we all know, actually uses petroleum as the main ingredient in Skittles. I don't. I I don't don't think I want that lawsuit.
0: Oh, it's just that Skittles are disgusting, guys. (laughs) Guys, Tulsa, Tulsa, you can't. You can't. Oh, they're terrible. Do you like Skittles? Yes, they're disgusting. What's wrong with Uh, you?
1: I mean, do I eat them every day? Of course not. But it's it's a good uh, candy sorbet.
0: Let us see. That's just it. Sorbet is not candy. Fruit is not candy. And I know you've. You got the nerds here. Yeah. Super popular with the kids. Uh, I've got the grape. What do you have? Uh, I've got strawberry now. You want a switch? Had, you had grape. No, that's, this is fine. All right. So we'll start with this right here. Oh, well, yeah. We're taste testing everything. Um, people are, are super nutso crazy about the nerds. The kids, they love it. They love it like they love the rock and roll. Fingers is they what do? they do. Uh, so that's what I'm told. I so so do you, are these? Do you just like take a handful? No, you put the whole box in your mouth. No, you do not. Absolutely, I'm not doing that. You're not doing that. No. Why? I'll do
1: a couple. Couple. What are you worried it's gonna go straight to your thighs? Yeah. Ah. ah. Here we go. Oh. Ah. <laughs> he, he's a ah. fan, ladies and ah. gentlemen. You'll ah. have to see the video just to show uh, you how happy Tony ah. is with his nerd's choice. Yeah. Oh, so. it's like feet. <laughs> Crepe and feet huh. together at last. I can see how your kids could like it. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, that's terrible. This is strawberry. Oh, he
0: puts it in the ashtray. I put it right in the ashtray. I was done. Oh my God. He's doing the whole box of strawberry nerds. You've got a cold. Does it make you feel better? Are you like, that's the vitamin C I've been looking for in order to feel it's better?
1: It's a festival of flavor. <laughs> I've often wondered what strawberry asbestos tastes like. Good Lord, man. How many lawsuits are we going to get out of this segment?
0: I don't know. What are we going for? A baker's dozen. Look at you. You're almost candy-like. Um, I, I'm i just not a fan of the the, the tart, the, the fruity. None of that really moves me. It's why I don't like Skittles. Nothing to me is as bad as a Tootsie Roll. And I was very happy to see that on this whole list, Tootsie Rolls are not the preferred candy anywhere in America. Oregon, it's M&M's. California, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Boom. We got those right here, Fingers. We're going to go to that next? Sure. We're go to the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup here next. Now, this is the classic. This is the one that works. For you, the fine. You, you can never go wrong. For the fine folks in, in Portland, Oregon. Right? On KXL, they know how to do it. Actually, this was California. In KXL, uh, they, it's the M&M's in oh, Oregon. Oh, okay. All right, also fine, but this is, this is solid. Oh, oh, that, that is a bouquet of flavor. Right there. So mm. you did the whole thing
1: and I only took a bite. This would go good with some grape nerds.
0: <laughs> no? <laughs> really, no. Oh. That is still perfect. All these years later, you cannot go wrong with a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. And by the way, we should be clear, it's Reese's.
1: Yes, not it Reese's. It is not
0: Reese's. The only
1: thing that would make this better is, of course, on Easter they have the Reese's peanut butter egg, which has more peanut butter. At least it feels like it has more peanut butter. Um, those are better than the traditional cups in my in my. Oh, so you
0: like a greater peanut butter ratio? Yes. In our beloved Indiana, same is true in Texas. The top candy is Starburst. Again, no, not candy. It's a lot of things. It's it's not. It's not. Why can't we just say this? Why can't we just be honest with each other? It's not candy.
1: Can I, can I sidetrack the conversation for 30 seconds? 30 seconds. I saw a TikTok video where people took the mini Starbursts, put them in a coffee maker with the coffee filter, and poured a bottle of tequila in the coffee maker and then made a Starburst tequila
0: drink out of it. That I approve of. That I'm fine with. That's being inventive. Oddly enough, on this list, There is no place where Kit Kat is the top candy, and I would argue very possibly, for Halloween, the Kit Kat, the Kit Kat is the top candy right there, right? I'm going to, I did the break, do one. Oh, oh my God, is that minty? Are Kit Kat's minty? No. Oh, somebody did something to this one. It's milk
1: chocolate with a crisp wafer. But uh, no. we all know it's Reese's Peanut Butter Cups.
0: Uh, is it Kit Kat or Kit Kat? No, just Kit Kat. Kit Kat? It's just Kit Kat. Oh, okay. This is, this is delicious. This works anytime Because I did the wafer thing. Uh, right? It's almost like it's a breakfast food. At the stage of the game. You did, you're you not even... I have not finished any of them. You've got me beat three to love on finishing the candy. Goes good with this cigar. Then... Fingers Malloy comes in today. Get ready to do the show. And he's like, Tony, this is the candy that is sweeping the nation. Yes. It's the favorite of all the kids. Yes. They're talking about it on the Snapchats. Yes. Knoppers. Knoppers. Which I'm pretty sure you can't say on the radio. K-N-O-P-P-E-R-S. Is this this a German or a Swedish snack? Yes.
1: Uh, (laughs) All I know is... (laughs) This was at the store, and if you go to Amazon to try to buy uh, it, it's available, and people are going crazy over it. It's got
0: uh, five reviews, so it has to be good. It was launched in 1983. Mm. It is a milk hazelnut wafer, Um, crispy baked wafers, delicious milk cream filling, and a tasty hazelnut spread perfected by crunchy pieces of roasted hazelnuts. And it says, according to their website... In the United Kingdom, whether at work, at school, or whilst on the road. Whilst. Whilst. Maybe whilst. Take a relaxing break with a crunchy, yummy noppers and sweeten the rest of your day. Oh, look at this thing. Oh, it's a giant, cute... It's a giant cube of wafer goodness right there. It's like a chocolate... It's got like five layers.
1: It's like a chocolate wafer cookie, but it's got a layer of chocolate on the bottom yeah. instead of two wafers like a, a wafer sandwich. This is this is this is nice. I would not be disappointed if this
0: were in my trick or treat bag. Oh, now I need coffee. Oh, that is good. It's not overly sweet. It almost hits a, like a little dry at first. Mm. That's good. I think if your kid got this for Halloween, they'd be super disappointed. But you, uh, as an adult, might be very happy. As an adult, it would go good with Woodford Reserve. Doesn't everything go good with Woodford Reserve? Speaking of, Elizabeth McCall, she's the assistant master distiller. We've got her interview at eatrinksmokeshow.com. More to get to. Keep it here. So it is Eat, Drink, Smoke. I am Tony Katz. I don't know where Fingers Malloy is, but I'm with Elizabeth McCall of Woodford Reserve. She is the assistant master distiller. Uh, soon you're going to run the whole place, right? That's it.
2: Yeah, and that's not is that the plan? no pressure at all. No nervous. Is, is that the plan? That is the plan, as it has been explained. And Chris Morris and I are working on that, and um, it'll be weird, like in a good way. But I'm terrified at the same time. Is this
0: like an anytime soon thing?
2: Okay, do not. If you ever talk to Chris Morris, don't ask him when he's going to retire. Because I wouldn't ask. Very that. offended. Yeah, I'll be people offended are always too. like, "When's Chris going to retire?" So it's not going to be for a couple of years. So. And then he will, what I love, so I adore Chris Morris. He's been a fantastic mentor to me, and he's such a, like, it, it, I need time to transition to, like, not always, but Chris, what do you think about this? Chris, did, so I always lean on him for so much. And um. so he will stay on. He won't go away. It's not like he's going to, whenever he does retire, he's not going to go away. Right. He's going to hang out. He's going to be a part of things. But, yeah, but the plan is is that I would then step in as master distiller for Woodford Reserve, which is Insane to really like think about, right?
0: Do you mm-hmm. you, you sit you sit yourself down? And you're like, what? Yeah, ha- yeah. Have they met me? Yeah. Do I not know?
2: Imposter syndrome all over the place. I'm like, the, do they realize? Like,
0: right? What? Well, look, uh, if if you got them fooled, I say just take the money.
2: I mean, I'm I'm going with it. <laughs> it's a fun job, and um, I highly highly enjoy it.
0: In this conversation, Elizabeth McCall, Woodford Reserve. I want to get into. The explosion of bourbon, really, in this time of COVID, mm-hmm. because there's no doubt that bourbon was going through. If I call it renaissance, I'm not trying to be uh, crude, or I'm not trying to be, you know, uh, glib. I, I, I think that's that's a, a, a reality. Yeah, but I don't think anything prepared anybody for the amount of drinking of spirits that was taking place or was going to take place once people realized they couldn't leave the house. And yet (laughs) liquor stores were deemed as these essential businesses. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) From your perspective, how insane did it get for you guys? Because the production still has to happen and you can't rush the production because the time in the barrel is the time in the barrel. How, what was happening to you guys from the retail side? How were you trying to manage it from the distiller side?
2: Um, distillery, we managed it basically by um, only essential workers were on site and no overlap with shifts. So, um, paring down that way, but it was, we kept working. And I mean, all of our production employees that were there day in, day out, I mean, they, they are the reason why we still had whiskey kind of that's in barrel now and bottled on the shelves because they were there and we were so diligent about cleaning practices and making sure that that happened. Then we get into what was an issue was the glass issue and the glass issue, which is a supply chain. Yeah. Supply chain issue. And because then you had, we didn't even think about, Oh, we can't get glass or there aren't people to drive the trucks you know, like just mm. all these things you just don't think about. So we had those issues going on, and that was the biggest challenge, um, and it still is a challenge. Is glass and and making sure we have those supplied. So we've got the whiskey. The whiskey was being made, and the whiskey was continuing to mature. And the, but the demand did go up, so we had to actually shift what we shifted. in a lot were the sizes. So people now are drinking a lot more one seven fives. So those big big, big bottles models. of Woodford Reserve, and I mean. I never understood why anybody buy anything else. To be honest, just because, you know,
0: if you are going to drink, I drink it all.
2: <laughs> a seven fifty doesn't last very long. Um, but so th- wow, we, we really are shift.
0: learning a lot about you
2: at this <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah, I am an open book. Um, but people love. Yeah, but people drink when they're happy. They drink when they're down. they're it's a snow day. We're going to be mm-hmm. got a stock up.
0: So were you getting calls from the general public, like, hey? Um, can we try this, or hey, can we get a bottle of that? Um, hey, we know it's COVID, but like, can we do a tour? Were those kinds of things happening?
2: Yeah, but I think with the Kentucky Distillers Association had us and the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. We all got together and agreed on what we would do in terms of visitor experience and shutting down and then opening practices. So we were all aligned. There wasn't any one. It was kind of far out. Um, and that was really nice to have agreement on how we were going to do that and manage through COVID. Um, so we were shut down for a while. Did a lot of virtual tastings. I, I had a studio built in my basement mm-hmm. so that it has Woodford on the backdrop and Chris Morris has it. They were calling it CMTV. Um, and so we we were just going virtual to try to bring an experience to people while everybody was shut in at home. And then with our team at the visitor center we did eventually after a few months and we kind of kept some people employed through different things around um but then we started opening our visitor center up so that we could sell bottles in our gift shop right and then but no tours so we were still off on tours because we didn't want to expose our production employees to the public so it was just keeping everything very separate and it was a slow opening back up
0: did (laughs) covid change tastes Did you find that you guys, I mean, you make what you make, eh, but there are still things uh, that you're creating. What do I have in front of me? This is batch proof, 118.4 proof. proof, Fingers Malloy is going to be very pleased. Very pleased. Always a round of applause, anything over 100 proof. Um, Has COVID taught you anything about your fan, fans plural, um, and therefore, hey, we should start thinking about, bourbons that are this kind of forward and maybe we got to we should take a look at this kind of mash bill over here. anything have there well, been any trends I that i think are worthy? that
2: people have a huge love and respect for woodford that it's going to taste the way that they want it to and it's kind of the gold standard of a great kentucky bourbon whiskey um and so people love it and they want it to stay the same but what i have noticed and it's funny that you mentioned that but proof i think you, we do personal selections where you can batch your own two barrel batch of Woodford Reserve. And in the last few years, now it's a constant. Well, can I get this at batch proof? Do I have to cut this down to 90.4? And that didn't exist. It was funny. I was having a conversation with a guy, and he's like, Oh, well, this will be good for my entry level whiskey drinkers. But you know, like my real regular, you know, seasoned whiskey drinkers, they want the batch proof or the people who are, I don't know. It was like, Wait a minute. I was like, but batch proof is like a new thing. Like these overproof whiskeys.
0: I don't get it. Is a new phenomenon. Yeah. Well,
2: it. I I appreciate, it. like, I understand the fascination with it, but I also think of like, um, oh, how do I say this nicely? Like, I just think of it. Don't as, say it nicely. I know, but I just think oh, like, come oh, on people, please her.
0: Stop. Unnecessary. Um, And it will get you nowhere. I also was a middle child. (laughs) Nonsense.
2: (laughs) But it just makes me think of, it's that like, uh, my husband was a frat guy, but like that, you know, mentality of like, oh, look, at I, I drank this whiskey and it was 135 proof. I drank, well, big deal. I drink whiskey that's 140 proof. All the time. It doesn't mean anything. Like, (laughs) you just have to drink less of it, which is really disappointing to me. Like,
0: uh, our, our take has been that people think that there is a value association, that the higher the proof, they're getting more bang for their buck. And I personally, I think that is a garbage way to think about your drink. Yeah. Is well, is, is it a worthy drink is the question. I, What's it trying to tell you? It
2: should be. Does it taste good? And and I think that Woodford tastes like, we'll we'll taste this. I think Woodford tastes phenomenal at batch proof. It tastes really, It's it's Woodford on steroids. It has a lot to offer. But I only want one of those if I want it at all. Like. If you want to ask me how I like to drink my whiskey, I like it. Fill up my rocks glass with ice, and I'm going to fill it up with bourbon. And really, yes,
0: I just lost respect for you, Elizabeth. Oh, it's
2: just true.
0: the whole thing just went. Whole thing <laughs> just went to hell and a half. Well, really, I, you start with it,
2: uh, rocks. Yeah, that's like how I mean. That's how Chris Morris, like he drink. He oh, I lost respect for him meat. too. Is
0: there anybody over woodford? Like it's so loud. A
2: lot of other people in the distiller, the the I, industry, I'll drink it that way too. No, I, I think I, it's I, so fast. How like, you
0: end up? I mean, but when it's something new, I, I well, I always okay. start neat. Yeah. Well,
2: always, oh, well, if personally. I'm drinking something for the first time, you start it. Neat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. talking about how no, you first like if I'm it. just gonna drink my woodford? Oh, God, yes, Do I what know woodford drinks. So I don't need to drink oh, it. I thought you're
0: talking about how you first try something. That's how I
2: enjoy it. Like if no 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 yeah yeah if I'm first trying something oh there's no way in hell you'd put that on ice first like that you're not. That defeats the whole purpose.
0: I'm with Elizabeth McCall of Woodford Reserve. Smoking the West Tampa Tobacco Toro 6x52, the white label. I am officially a fan. So far, so absolutely delicious. And find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Become a part of Eat Drink Smoke Nation today. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Our new book,
1: Let's Go Bourbon. The Bourbon Reader You've Always Needed is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com.
0: Pick up a copy today. It is not easy to build your palate in the world of bourbon or in rye or really in anything. Cigars, it takes time. And it can be very frustrating because some people just have the knack they have a way, whether it's, it's how they're built or just their natural aptitudes, they can taste things that sometimes you don't taste at first. They can engage with possibilities of the bourbon or the rye or, or the anything that you're like, yeah, I never get that. It doesn't mean they're making it up, and it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. Like all skills, sometimes it takes a little work to develop it. You should be patient. That's my take. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz, and that right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. and we've got some Woodford. I had the chance, Fingers Malloy, to speak with Elizabeth McCall. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth McCall, she's in her 30s. Elizabeth McCall doesn't have a degree in chemistry. She is the assistant master distiller at Woodford Reserve. She will eventually be the master distiller at Woodford Reserve, and she is just one of these people who has the palate. So I was able to sit with her, and we've got the whole interview we will soon have at eatrinksmokeshow.com. but we're sharing parts of it today, and we were engaging the batch-proof Woodford Reserve at 118.4 proof. Anything over 100 proof gets a round of applause from Fingers Malloy. But just right now, for Fingers, because he wasn't there for the interview, poured him a little bit of the Woodford Reserve, of that Distiller Select, that 90.4 proof, and Woodford is just in an any time, all the time, absolutely works bourbon. Both fingers and I are very partial to the double oak,ed which pound for pound and for the dollar, fingers are we arguing uh, top five bourbon in America every year? Unquestionable.
1: I would agree with you one hundred percent. And uh, I actually, I, I think it's been a while since I've had, you know, just wood, the this Woodford Reserve. Uh, didn't we make? for the Kentucky Derby. Didn't we use Woodford for... Oh,
0: what was the drink?
1: Was it the mint julep?
0: It wasn't no, it was a, a mint julep. julep. It was the it was Woodford Spire. Yeah. It was the Woodford Spire with the, with the, the lemonade. And, or was it Sprite? Oh, I'm, I'm trying to think of it. Is it is it an eat drink in our book, Let's Go Bourbon? It's right behind you. Fingers, it's right behind you there on the shelf. Let's Go Bourbon, available at Amazon.com. And we have a series of recipes in there? Do we have fingers Malloy? We should have done this in rehearsal, old fashioned. Do we have the Woodford Spire, Manhattan, right there in the in the book? Yes or no? Uh, the answer is no. Probably because it was Woodford, and we didn't want to be partial to anyone.
1: But I, anyone
0: I, bourbon? I can do a hot
1: toddy right now, though.
0: The Woodford uh, Spire is an ounce and a half of, of uh, Woodford, two ounces of lemonade. An ounce of cranberry juice. That's how it's done, and you uh, garnish it with a lemon twist. And sometimes if people don't have lemonade, you can decide you're going to throw some Sprite in there. It's different, but it'll still get you through in a pinch. So that's the Woodford Spire. Very, very refreshing drink for a hot day. You end up doing three or four of those. You don't even know you're doing them. Next thing you know, you're taking a nap. It's a hot day, whether it's a hot day or not, if you have four or five of those fingers we're going to enjoy this Woodford Reserve neat right here we do it in the Glencairn glass which uh, Elizabeth McCall says is the way you have to do it you have to concentrate the nose you have to be able to you don't want it to escape through other parts of a rocks glass or something wider you want it to come in a little fluted in so you can really concentrate it on the nose and she's a big believer in letting that bourbon breathe so that ethanol that's popping out at you at the quick has a chance to calm down in the air. Fingers Malloy, we start at neat. Are you ready for this? Tony, I've been ready for this all day. He's got a cold, but it's not going to stop him as he sips and does the Kentucky Chew of the Woodford Reserve, the Distiller Select. This is the standard. You can find this everywhere and anywhere. He moves it around. That's what the Kentucky Chew is, moving it around the palate. Oh. You want to make sure you get the flavors. What do you got, Fingers? It's amazing how...
1: A cold can affect your palate. This is a lot more minty than I ever remember it being. Uh, there's some minty. There's uh, some citrus. There's the vanilla that you would expect, and some oak. Uh, listen, I, I it's wonderful, and it's so smooth. I mean, it, it barely. There's barely a sting on the tongue. There's no burn going down into your chest. It's wonderful,
0: yeah. And, and that nose on on the Woodford Reserve, a little bit of the fruit, the citrus. You can you can get some of the wood, a little bit of the oak in there. It's just a, it's just a nice, nice, easy nose for me. Oh, I'm in here. I go. He's L'chaim. going. In. Uh,
1: and he's going in. He's doing the Memphis Munch.
0: How can you go wrong? No. Simple, easy 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 Uh, a slight warmth in the mid chest it's got that wood i get what you're saying about the mint but it isn't what really moves me i get a little more vanilla i get a little more sweet on there with that citrus uh, toward in in the finish right it's a it's a nice citrus finish this is a very simple easy works for the table great for mixers use it in everything bourbon Uh, And should be a standard in your liquor cabinet. Well, so let me ask
1: you this. You are going to do a bourbon tasting here in a little bit um, with Elizabeth. And my question is, is it intimidating at all when you're sitting next to someone who uh, is so uh, involved in putting together a Woodford Reserve? Uh, doing a, a bourbon tasting with this person sitting right in front of you.
0: Yeah, we spoke for about 45 minutes uh, all, all, all in, and and the answer is no. I, I don't think it is, because I'm not going in trying to show her. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm never going in trying to show anybody. This this whole show that we do, this ridiculous nonsense show, Eat, Drink, Smoke, uh, is, is about sharing. Yeah. And when you share, you don't mind if somebody knows more than you. You don't mind if somebody shares something with you back. That's the whole damn point. So to be able to sit with her and, and you know, really engage the, the, the conversation of the bourbon itself, uh, and then to engage how you, you end up on this road, how this happens to you, and then how you, you realize, wait a second, I can do something that other people have a harder time with. Notice I didn't say other people can't do. And I guess there are people out there who have no palates whatsoever. But it's just that for other people, it simply is a conversation of time. This is how we started. You got to cut yourself some slack, that it won't come to you in, in 30 seconds that you're not an expert in 30 seconds. Yeah, that's okay. But the, the uh, for me, and, and for us, fingers, I'll, I'll throw you in there, it's always been about the journey to the enjoyment, right? That's the thing. This is fun. It's enjoyable to try these things and to share the stories and to hear what people say back and hear their connections, man, so it was a pleasure to sit with her.
1: Yeah, and so much of this whole experience is exactly the opposite of what society is now. Everything's on the quick. Everything's 140 characters or less. When it comes to cigars and bourbon, it's to sit back and relax and take your time to be slow and to deliberate. It That's what a lot of this is all about
0: and that's what makes it so enjoyable it's why I dig the scene it's why I find myself in the cigar lounge, it's why I find myself on the back deck I love everything about it Woodford Reserve, yeah it's the the basics in your liquor cabinet to me, the double oaked also is in your liquor cabinet, Uh, you'll decide on the batch proof if you can find it, my conversation with Elizabeth McCall coming up So it is Eat, Drink, Smoke. I am Tony Katz. I'm with Elizabeth McCall of Woodford Reserve. So we have the Master's Collection Woodford Reserve batch proof, 118.4 proof. Can you do me a favor? Just clap your hands because fingers isn't here. Yes, anything over 100 proof gets the applause. You're going to open this up, and I am going to engage in the riskiest thing humanly possible. I'm going to taste bourbon uh, with the assistant master distiller at Woodford Reserve, something uh, she made.
2: We'll see if you can pick out all the Oh,
0: flavors. I can't. How I can't. I am so list. screwed. This is...
2: I'm probably going to be on my off day. Oh, you know, Yeah, yeah like, oh, your off day is better than my day. Don't you get all day. the sweet aromatic notes in there?
0: <laughs> I smell gin. No, hold on.
2: Whoa. It's big and bold. I'm going to give it a minute to, like, chill out. I just feel like sometimes when you first pour your whiskey all the, the ethanol molecules are all jumping around. They're all really excited. And so it's going to be too hot on the nose. of mm-hmm. need to like let it chill. Yeah. I'm
0: not waiting um, <laughs> now for, for 118 proof. It isn't a big ethanol nose.
2: No, none not of at all. Woodford, like we've drank. We, I mean, I've opened up barrels and they're 140 proof. And, and that's like the max. For, like, we don't see things over 140 really. Um, Maybe a few points over, but not really much. And um, don't you get into
0: like light whiskey at that at that stage of the game? You're not even bourbon anymore.
2: But you're still bourbon because it. If you're just still under 160 proof, 160. you're fine. But if it ages in the barrel over 160, like I don't see that ever happening. But if it mm-hmm. somehow aged over 160 proof, then you would still be bourbon.
0: You just add water to it to bring yeah. it down.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't want to drink something that was 160. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. So on this, like the first nose, it's like roasted coffee, hazelnuts, toasted hazelnuts.
0: Yeah, I'm screwed.
2: Overripe banana.
0: Oh dear lord! Now the banana is 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 a good. But pick. it's
2: overripe banana. It's not like a green banana. So, you know, green banana is a little more piney, a little more raw. This is but overripe. I would never this have g-
0: like- I would never have attributed a flavor to green banana. It would always be banana. And 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 being a simpleton, I would have just said banana, not knowing necessarily where I place the nose between. Yeah. Um, and see, ripe this is where this
2: is where I'm weird. Bananas at home, like I'm very like I like them when they're more on the green side. When I'm eating them, I don't. I don't, even, I don't like,
0: even know why I allowed you on this show.
2: I mean, <laughs> whole <thing is> <laughs> we would to not me. be friends outside. No,
0: no, friends. no. After clearly, this year, clearly.
2: clearly, who eats green bananas? But they're not green. They're like yellow but they still have a little bit of green there's so like, just that, that's a little
0: hardness to them and stuff i like,
2: like it i don't know but then when it gets too old then i just want it to go in like bread it's too mushy i like the texture of a like the you mentioned bread and that and then there's bread note like because like i was gonna say it's I like get. banana nut bread and like candied pecan Can you see oh that? no
0: i think you're making that one up
2: you don't it's, see any candy pecan no
0: no oh. i don't and, it and makes look, me look, think of look, like I'm
2: ashamed. No, 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 but. But, but I wh- stand tall. No, but so what I get, like, it makes me think <laughs> of when you're at uh, the fairgrounds and they've got like, especially the Kentucky State Fair and they've got that aroma of their candied pecans and all like almonds and like all See, those things, like sweet it's, roasted it's, nuts.
0: That's, that's why the, so the sometimes when you hear the reviews or read the reviews, it's like, okay, they're making it up. But every now and then you'll hear something and you're like, oh, that's how I can connect it. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 people don't have as a natural, that level of, they know they smell something, but they don't necessarily know what they smell. Right.
2: And that's why I always encourage people like connect. What are you smelling? Well, what does it remind you of? It doesn't have to be a food or a drink or like, does it take you to a place in your life and then start talking about that place in your life? Like, does it take you to your grandmother's house? They're making cookies or you know, like those right. great, like little nostalgic things.
0: So I'm, I'm doing my sip. Here we go. <laughs> it's to your health, everybody. It is the Woodford Reserve Master's Collection Batch Proof 118.4, sweetheart.
2: All right. And this changes every year with fl- with the proof point.
0: Ah, that was hilarious.
2: So good. but it, Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't even know what I'm getting off of that. What I did notice is that it's luscious. Mm-hmm. Like it's thick.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? So, so I, I am starting to get a feel and understand of the concept of viscosity
2: yes oh yeah. that
0: matters more it's and more to
2: sensory me. words of viscosity
0: well it, well because because in, in cigars we'll talk about mouthfeel right yeah. the size of the cigar and too big you know when yeah. you get into those 60 and 64 ring gauges it doesn't work for me it's yeah. just it's too, too much. much i'm trying to figure out what the flavor is
2: well so i think it's got has some like mint characteristics cocoa nib you ever had those cocoa nibs where they're like, it's like a dark chocolate, but there's a little bit of mint okay. coolness to it? That
0: I could see, mm-hmm. but I almost would have gone with cherry chocolate. So I, that's where I could oh, see like
2: a dark cherry chocolate,
0: right? Cause that's how I, that's how I would associate it. Mint. I, I have no idea where that even comes from.
2: Yeah. You really get mint. There's like a mintiness to it, like on the back of your palate. Like think of when you've had spearmint gum and after oh, it see, leaves now, your palate. Now,
0: you see, that's the power of suggestion. It is. God. <laughs> by the way, I also now belong to Amway because of Elizabeth. <laughs> um, that's interesting. That is, that is interesting. And one of the things I have learned after doing this for a while is that finish matters and you oh, have to let it present. Yep. Give yourself, put it down. Mm-hmm. Give yourself time to let it finish its work.
2: It kills me when you do on, on tastings and people throw it back. It's like, whoa, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? You didn't even taste that.
0: Like my tongue right now is dry. Yeah. And what is that? Is that a flavor or is that a sensation? That's the tannin.
2: That's, that's to me is it's feeling. So it's, it's, it's not flavor. It's the oak tannins on your tongue and it is the mouth feel. It adds to that mouth feel. Of, of the whiskey. So, and, like, I don't like a thin whiskey because mm-hmm. then I feel like, and it has to do with the, your barrel aging, and I think the type of barrel has a lot to do with it. And then also, like, because we have that pot still distillate in our product that gives you bolder flavors that almost are, have a slightly more oiliness to them, it has a good mouthfeel, too.
0: So you said that on on the nose this was 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 giving you – uh, overripe banana um it was giving you a bit of bread on on the palate as you were doing the kentucky chew it was giving you uh cocoa nib and mint uh you uh, thankfully agreed with me a little bit uh, on the cherry uh and that and that dryness on on the tongue what flavors were you really
2: getting? now i get this? applesauce with cinnamon the the fact that
0: i can see it like i can i can absolutely visualize it but I would not have, I, I don't think I would have said it.
2: I know. I don't know. I don't, it just comes to me in my mind. Like I just see it. I was like, what is that? Oh, it's, it's applesauce. And I mean, I have a two year old daughter and she eats a lot of applesauce and those little pouches, all kinds of like weird, and it's like vegetables and fruit. And you're like, that's who would ever put those together. But then you taste it and you're like, okay.
0: What I found interesting is that the burn on this is near non-existent, Yeah. right? We uh, There's, there's a slightest heat center chest. Like that's it. Yeah. At 118. Yeah. That's a remarkably smooth, smooth bit of bourbon.
2: It can be dangerous. Like, I mean, and and ours are typically that's what I find. It's rare to find barrels that actually burn a little and like have a drying, so kind of charred cedar wood that they're off-putting. Like I've found that a few times. And those are ones like I don't want to make a little baby batch with that. I want to put that in a big batch of Woodford and give it the oomph. But yeah, so it's rare to find those because I think it's because it's the way we we toast our barrels and then we char them. And toasting really is such an important part of the process. It's putting your barrels in a giant toaster oven, essentially, and heating up the wood. Do you like
0: more or less heat?
2: I like more heat. Like I like our double oaked. I love that. Uh,
0: I, it's it's the best thing you make. On the regular, I mean, it's the best thing. This is I delicious.
2: I agree. I agree with you. It has been quoted. So I always say, have said, I've been introduced. It I was like you're about to taste the most friendly hello you'll get from a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. I mean, you're like, I just want to sit and hang out with you, and like mm-hmm. that's what you want to do with Double Oak. You're like, I want to sit and hang out with you. You're friendly. You're butterscotch. you my and caramel. Yeah, you're butterscotch and caramel on I the think nose. We
0: could be friends. We
2: could be friends. As so, opposed to Elizabeth and I. Yeah. Well, clearly, yeah. Yeah, so it's- <laughs> I'm not cool enough for you.
0: First of all, who is?
2: I mean Can I ask? I
0: don't know. Can I, I ask?
2: I don't really know. I don't have a Mohawk.
0: Ah oh, if Fingers was here, you you would you would enjoy him. The Michigan twang. You could ask him about the Detroit Lions, it would all get sad. He'd cry on your shoulder.
2: Do you know my uncle played for the Detroit Lions? Like what? Way, way, way back in the day. Like what? for a year. Yeah. What's his name? Bob Pickard. The Bob Pickard? Yeah.
0: I have no idea who that is. <laughs> None. No so we'll he's ask Fingers. He's probably like,
2: why did you even mention it? Because it was will, so long ago. We, but, will, um, ask,
0: we will ask Fingers. Yeah, uh, Elizabeth McCall. I appreciate you taking the time.
2: <laughs> well, thanks for having me. This is a lot of fun.
0: So Fingers Malloy has decided he needs a change in his life. And that change was in his garage. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, everybody. I'm Tony Katz. And that applauding fool is Fingers Malloy. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. You, 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 needed, you needed a place. So in the dead of winter, you could have yourself a cigar and watch the Detroit Lions lose. Hey, how'd they do against uh, the Patriots? Oh, never mind. So I want to redo my garage in
1: in a way that is cigar friendly. (laughs) You're
0: really going to just go right by that?
1: What am I going to do? Yeah, they they got uh, their butts handed to them by the Patriots, and then they turn around, they have a bye week, and then they get creamed by the Cowboys. Uh, one side of the ball looks fantastic And the other side of the ball looks terrible The offense was fantastic for the first four weeks In the last two weeks they haven't scored a touchdown While the defense was giving up 35 points a game And now the defense is playing halfway decent And the offense can't score So that, that's what happens when you are a mediocre Football team at best And so yeah, they stink And we're already looking at uh, who we're going to draft Next year And it's not even Halloween yet But you're still there Listen. You wait for football season all year. You're going to keep watching, and I. I. It's not
0: just about football. You're an addict. Yeah. Can you just say sure. the excuses? The, you're going. You're going back. No matter how they treat you, you're going back tomorrow. Well, no, I. I
1: don't go back. I haven't been to a, a game in uh, a long time. And by the way, I didn't know who Bob Pickard. Was by the way, uh, Elizabeth's uh, uncle. uncle. Yeah, apparently he played one year for the Detroit Lions back in 1974. Uh, He had uh, he played 14 games. I believe he had eight catches. Uh, Yeah, eight receptions for 88 yards. 11 yard.
0: Average Tony, that's not bad. Go to the hall with those kinds of numbers. No kidding. Right there. We're talking about Elizabeth McCall, the assistant master distiller of Woodford Reserve, and I appreciate her uh, joining me and, and having that conversation. The full interview will be available at EatRinkSmokeShow.com, video and everything.
1: So I'm going to I, I threw it out there to eatrink Smoke Nation and asked what I should do to get rid of the smoke because it's it's an insulated garage. Uh, but you know, there's living space above the garage. So, uh, do I put an exhaust fan in on the wall? Uh, do I get one of those really expensive air purifiers? Do I do a combination of both? I mean, Tony, you've talked about uh, building a heat shed, yes, right? uh, where you would be doing the the uh, you know room. What were you looking into? What were you thinking? Are you going to do an exhaust fan? Or are you just going to get a bunch of air purifiers? Because I know a lot of people they get the air purifier.
0: If I do the shed, I'm doing both. I will do an exhaust fan, and I will do the air purifiers. Uh, and I'll make sure that my heat situation is rocking because a lot of the heat's going to going to escape. If I find that the uh, air purifiers can handle the smoke, then I simply will close up the, the, the vent up top. I just think it's important to have. I think you should install it and then go from there. If I was really converting the garage, uh, I would install... A true vent system, yeah, because you want to be able to have that option, if anything, to air things out once a week or whenever you 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 deem it necessary. Maybe not while you're smoking, so you can keep the warmth, etc. But when you're all said and done, clear it out. Yeah. That would be my take. I think
1: that's the game plan, and I'm going to get a uh, infrared heater. You, you you got one. How, I did how, get how one. one I, I, I,
0: we'll we'll get into that, especially as winter comes, to see how it really works. What what I've uh, have found is that you people are like, yeah, I can put you can put it on your patio. No, you can't. Any bit of, of of breeze and the heat's not going to to really get to you. You need you need one of those real commercial ones that could just blast out and and the problem with those if you're in a situation like we are where you also sometimes want to record or you want to you know right. broadcast uh, that that noise doesn't help. Right. So if you've done this to your garage before and you
1: have any tips, email me, fingers at com. Let me know how you converted your garage into a more smoker-friendly environment. But you're
0: into it. You're starting the conversion.
1: Yeah, I am right now. I already got the big screen TV up, 58-inch.
0: See, he hasn't done anything else yet, but the TV
1: is up. <laughs> well, yeah, I got to do that because, you know, there's a little bit of analysis paralysis with this, right? At first, I thought I could just get away with the air purifier. And I think maybe I could do that if I only had one smoker. But then I thought to myself, there may be a time when we decide we need to record somewhere. If, if you know, if Blend Bar Cigar here in Indianapolis, if it's not available that we day. We have other,
0: you know, specials we want to do, things like right. that. Right.
1: Sure. And so I thought, well, if I have a second smoker in there, that I don't know if an air purifier would be able to handle two people smoking. Maybe they could. Maybe they can. I don't know. So there's, there's you know, me thinking to myself, okay, exhaust fan on the wall or up on the ceiling air purifier, there's a lot going into this. Well, I can make those decisions while I'm watching my big screen TV. Oh, that's
0: that's key. Yes. That is key. Uh, we've been talking about Halloween as we drink our Woodford Reserve and the batch proof that I was drinking with Elizabeth McCall. Super, super enjoyable. The hundred, It's 118.4 proof. Just very enjoyable stuff. And this cigar from West Tampa Tobacco, the white label with that Habano wrapper Oily and slick, and just good flavor. I will admit, I've, I'm starting to get a little bit of hay and grass off of this as I'm well into the second third of this cigar, which I wasn't necessarily expecting. I was expecting to hold on to some more of those of those coffee notes right there, a little bit of that 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 caramel, um, but it's 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 gotten woody in 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 this, and I don't mind wood. Maybe a little uh, bready. I don't mind that at all. It's just I was so enjoying what that first third gave me. The second third is a flavor I enjoy. Uh, interesting interesting changeover in that, I guess is the way I would say it. Still, at $9, $10 a stick, this is going in my humidor, so we're clear. Would you buy a box of these? No. I'm not there yet. Yeah. I am, I am not there uh, yet. But we were talking about Halloween, mm-hmm. going over candy, but there's something else to go over. Halloween candy prices... Are all up. There are some chocolate bars that are fifty three percent higher. Twix is up fifty three percent. Skittles, which are terrible, up forty one percent. Reese's thirty five percent over the past year. Nestle Crunch Butterfinger only up four to five, four or five percent. So what do you you know? We've you you went over some of those candy
1: bars. What is it about Twix? Do you think when you think of the ingredients, is it the is there nougat
0: in Twix? There's caramel. Right? Then there's the cookie, and then there's the
1: cookie. The so it
0: could be a series of things, and, and some of it could have nothing to do with the food. It could have to do with the packaging. Yeah. That, that, the transportation. How about getting the raw ingredients to the factory itself? Never mind the issue with raw ingredients. One of the things that we're looking for in fall into the winter, a shortage on butter. And I was discussing this on – I do a, a daily video series – and uh, you can find it um, uh, you can find it everywhere. We'll, we'll post it for you. And, and someone said, "Well, why don't you just freeze your butter?" And I said, "I'm sorry, what? I'm this many days old and I didn't know you could freeze butter. Yeah, you could freeze butter. I d- How did I not know this? I
1: don't know. You take the butter and you put it in the freezer.
0: What? It's like the world of tomorrow today. I had no idea you could freeze butter. I mean, I've got the chest freezer, six briskets in the chest freezer. Unreal. Oh, my chest freezer is meat pornographic. <laughs> and not beyond meat, in my grasp meat.
1: Oh, well, So
0: good. But, yeah, I, I think that uh, it's, it's a mix of things that's causing the price increases
1: Well, for the it, candy. And it's going to get even worse here as, uh, you know, oilprice.com. I like to visit that site just to see what's going on. It's actually very good. Yeah, Uh a diesel shortage is spreading across the United States, which
0: means a trucker shortage.
1: Yeah, so you're going to see as diesel prices go up, up, up. What else is going to go up, up, up? Prices on basically everything. So, more Johnny Good news here on eat, drink, smoke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Um, it's so interesting because this doesn't make sense. There was a story out about Chipotle, you know, the the quick serve uh, Mexican restaurant. That they have raised their prices three times in the last year, and their sales are up. Wow. Their number of transactions is down a percent, but their sales numbers are up. And you're like, what, what, what do, how do I make those two things jive? Are people like, yeah, prices are up, but we don't care. We're still going to go buy the things? We got to dig into this. The Woodford Reserve, the West Tampa Tobacco Cigar. Elizabeth McCall, thank you. Appreciate you taking the time. The assistant master distiller at Woodford Reserve. Very much appreciate her. Uh, joining us on the show. Find everything at EatDrinksmokeshow.com. Eat and don't forget to download the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's free next time, everyone. Follow Eat Drink Smoke on social media, on Twitter
1: at go eat, drink smoke. On Facebook, Facebook.com slash eat drink smoke. And Instagram at drink Smoke Podcast.